Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to episode 134 of the Creators Outlet, sponsored by our friends over at Inked Marketing. And speaking of Inked Marketing, we want to tell you about the Sisterhood. They've only got 48 hours left on their Kickstarter. Sisterhood is a series of a one-shot standalone stories. Each comic book will feature different artists to ensure not only a high-quality but also creating a platform for outstanding artists. The story begins with Leona and Carmen arriving in Egypt in modern times. They are tricked by the flow of time and landed inside a pyramid. As they walk inside, they awaken the ancient forces that attack them. Leona comes into conflict with forces that attack her while Carmen turns into an owl and seek shelter somewhere in the pyramid. Grab your copy of The Sisterhood today at www.inked.pub forward slash The Sisterhood. And now, we'd like to welcome our special guest, Spex Thompson. Hey, how you doing, man? What's going on? Not much, man. Just enjoying this uh, lovely afternoon. Lovely afternoon. Yeah, so that's 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 the me talking lightly about it. <laughs> it's it's been it's been it was like three day weekend. Bring on the cold rain, okay? And, <laughs> it, it and haven't hit us yet over here though, so we we still got people outside playing music and barbecuing at nine o'clock at night. So oh, look at them! Yeah, it came down. I'm south of Boston, so it came it came down here, and I know it it had left up north because. I got family up in Maine, and uh, my cousin was shooting shooting pictures all over social media of you know all the places they were going today. So, mm-hmm. so uh, as we were talking in in the in the little bit of a pre-show that we had, uh, I caught you over on uh, the the Indie Vault show a few days ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I hear you do some uh, sound engineering and. Uh, some little bit of DJ stuff. Yeah, I do a little bit of that, but um, 
mostly just on the DJ stuff and the behind the scenes stuff of uh, the music industry uh, and whatnot. Uh, my character, my comic book, he's a uh, sound engineer. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, till I ended up disabled, I was a, I was a DJ for thirty years. So. Oh, okay. So you know, so you know the uh, trade, I guess. <laughs> I know a little something. <laughs> I got my I got my old rack and and cases and everything over here. My coffin and my twelve hundreds and. Okay. 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 I got some. I got some new vinyl coming in from indie comics. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh there was uh there was a project that just wrapped up and uh oh it's uh, you're talking about the uh the rock and roll one, right? The, uh, yeah uh, uh Matt Knowles. Matt Knowles and Seth Cannon, yeah. Yeah. I got the I couldn't say no to like that splatter vinyl. <laughs> okay, I understand. I'm like I, I saw the I saw like the, the black and green one and I was like, Oh man, that one's dope, I gotta buy it. And I heard one of the interviews, he said each one is different too. So like I bought one, mine's be totally different than yours, even though it's the same black and green. Yeah, it's it's basically the same, but they're all they're they're made like one at a time, like handmade. So no two are gonna be the same. So I mm-hmm. I got one of those and uh there's a there's another band that does uh kind of like I guess like tribute songs for uh valiant comic characters. And the band's called Thunder, and they just put out an album uh, for a new Shadow Man series that uh, just launched uh, two months ago. Wow! And so I I got into that. It's got a it's got a glow in the dark you know album jacket and splatter vinyl inside. Uh, you love that splatter vinyl, huh? <laughs> oh man, I I love vinyl. I I still I I have I haven't worked in years and I I haven't used vinyl in in a number well you know except for time coded uh I haven't I haven't like you know bought any records or anything in years I still got like three or four crates over in the corner yeah I, I had a brief interaction with vinyl but typically I was using these guys right here to have me right beside me <laughs> oh yeah yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a brief little interaction on vinyl, but can't carry them around everywhere. So you know, I had to go through the CDJs. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm old. We used to have to carry it around. <laughs> Man, it was it was like loading a band in. You'd <laughs> take like nine trips back and forth. You know, they're like you carry all this stuff up and down stairs all the time. How are you still fat? I go well because after I get hungry. <laughs> and, night, you know, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, the rib place downtown's open. <laughs> we had there, and you know, then I, they rolled me out the door afterwards. It was all fun. <laughs> so, tell us how you uh, you got into comics. What attracted you to it? Have you been around it? Like, you know, have you been like a comics fan all your life? Well, um, my first interaction with comics, I believe, uh, when I was younger. I can't say what's age. Maybe y'all can guess from the books I say. But my sister's friend used to work at a comic book shop. And uh, I remember her bringing me some book. Whoops, we lost them. 
We lost you. Okay, we get the picture back, but you're frozen. Well, we'll wait to uh, get specs back in. Let's take a let's take a look at the video. What's up, y'all? This is Specs Thompson, the creator of Legacy The View, and this is my Kickstarter for issue three of my combo series. Mm -hmm. I hope that by the end of the next target. Let me out from the my dream of the book, carrying the stories, after I'm it in y'all hands. Y'all can follow the same way I have. So let's go. The Legacy The View stars a high school sophomore named Chaz Johnson, who's an intern at his uncle's recording studio as a musical engineer. I chose to make a musical engineer because I'm in the music industry as a DJ, and I want to incorporate aspects of my life inside my comic book series. So I chose to make him a musical engineer so that he can meet the different artists that I place inside my comic book world, as well so that I can use different lingo that's used inside the studio, as well as different terms and techniques that's used as well. So the readers who's not familiar with the studio life or the aspects of the studio or the record process can learn about it inside the Legacy Review. So enough about that. So basically, Chaz became a view by being in the wrong place at the wrong time. He got stuck between the crossfire between the Howl and the Silent, which are the two villain groups in the story. And he got his powers by unknown circumstances from that crossfire that will be explained his origin story later on. But right there in the picture, you can see how he uses his mask. He takes a shirt that he's wearing, he put it around his head, tied it up, and he got a mask right there, ready to go at any time. Anywhere. So yeah, y'all seen some panels? Y'all seen some pages? Y'all seen how Chad transforms? You see the view? Just right there. But I forgot something. I forgot to tell you about his powers. That main thing about him. So, with the powers of the view, he has the powers of creation. With the powers of creation, he's able to spawn items out of thin air that typically last one minute. But first, he doesn't know about them items. He can't just make items out of nothing that he don't know so about. If you try to make a car, he not know how that motor works. Without that motor, the car won't work. But you know he does make he makes a baseball bat because he's a baseball player he knows the ins and outs of that baseball bat so he used that baseball bat to whip people's butts and you can see that in pretty much all my issues he used that baseball player and he, and he goes to town and that's one thing about he knows his items he used them beforehand because if he didn't it won't work they'd be too flimsy too soft and just be terrible but you know chad's a smart guy and he knows better all right this kickstarter right here is thirteen hundred dollars help my project my dream come true with thirteen hundred dollars i'm gonna use to pay my staff everybody will help me create this book money they need to better their lives because you know it's all about coming together we all eat and as well my printer so i can use books in your hands so y'all can enjoy and it'll fall in with characters like i said same way i do and then, you know the view is not my only character i got plenty more characters ready to go I need this Kickstarter right here. This Kickstarter right here for the thirteen hundred dollars to work, so I can the characters coming alive too, and make this whole world I'm created come together. So y'all fall in love and just be the next Marvel, DC, or Image, or Dark Horse, anything like that come to the country. You know, 
this is my world, my Georgia universe. And I'm trying to get y'all to know about the view, my comic books, $39. Yeah. I get it from y'all to help me out get my dream to come true. So right now, it's got all mine. Y'all go to the bottom of the page, you know, this is Factors Project, a little tab right there. You know, I usually you click that, take one of the rewards over here on this corner right here, right there. And, you know, help me out so I can just put in your hands. You know, y'all enjoy, y'all fall in love. Man, that dude who did his one take shot camera thing, he knew his name. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do already do. So y'all, y'all go over there real quick, pick a reward, pick a good one now. One y'all, y'all really like, pick a good one. You see that? Boom, do that for me. Cool, appreciate it. You know, thanks for backing my project. Spec Thompson, the creator of Legacy The View, and this is for Kickstarter for issue three of my project. Thanks again. Hey, welcome back. Hey, yeah, the power went out of my apartment. I, I, oh. I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't sure whether the little one like yanked a cord on you or something or, or what happened. Yeah, I, I, I guess you see the lights flickering, so I don't know what's going on in my part right now, but, uh, yeah, if I see y'all watch the video. Yeah, I'm like, I go, what? Might as well watch the movie because uh, <laughs> you had like multiple picks coming in and out. So, so I I saw a post that you put up that somebody who made a big pledge went all uh, douchey on you today. So right now, uh, Specs is up to 1751 of 1,368 backers uh, with only three days to go. This is for the third issue of Legacy of the View. And you saw in the video how... Can you hear? Hi, I'm clear. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you're a little, uh, you're a little shaky. It keeps, uh, got a lot, of, you got a bunch of lag. I don't know if going back out and coming back in might help. What? Yeah, man. Stand by, everybody. We're just having a, a little uh, technical difficulty. Power keep going out. I can't have my do anything. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep talking about everything going on. Uh, 
you saw in the video how his how his main character actually lifts up like a second, you know, a top shirt and wraps it around to basically make his own costume. And he uses a sigh like a like a certain turtle. So I'm I'm guessing there might be a little either uh influences of Electra from Marvel or uh Turtles from Eastman and Laird going on. I dig his logo too. Specs Vision. It's got the old TV uh, with the headphones stretched way over it and the uh, the, the color bars. That's the that's the test pattern for the TV. You don't see that anymore because TV just runs twenty four seven. But back in the day. Used to get that around one o'clock in the morning. Anyhow, uh, this is the cover for issue three. And you have the tells you about the legacy of the view. It's 28 pages. Oh man, this art is dope, man. Let's see if we got it back. Nope. Yeah, this looks. This looks killer. It's like running up the side of a building fighting demons. From like the seventh layer of hell. Here's some uh, some inks and gray wash. Here's some, oh man, colorist killed it on this, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, uh, I'm gonna keep covering the the campaign and see if we can get specs back. If not, we're definitely gonna have him back on another show. Uh, but I still wanna, I still wanna highlight his campaign and uh, get it out in front of some people because there's only a few days left. Issue three has been drawn, inked, and colored completely already and is currently in the lettering and editing phase. So the, the book is completely done. It's just lettering and editing. So they'll get the APs in and uh, he'll go over everything with the editor and make sure everything is just right to see if they had to make any corrections. And if not, there are go for printing, which is, man, if you can do it this way, it's a perfect way to do it. Oh, man, this is cool. Like demons just taking over people. Just to get at the uh, protagonist. Well, up in a chopper. No, not good, not good. Chaz Johnson, a.k.a. The View. Inside the studio because he is a sound engineer in the comic. Which is pretty cool. I can see he's got his name carved in his in his in his in his fade on the side. You know, in case he passes out somewhere, they can uh, 
make you figure out who he is. There he is. Yeah, hopefully nothing happened this time. But yeah, the power kept going out. It, it, was, it was wild. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, I just I just kept rambling, talking about you know re basically reading off everything on the Kickstarter and and mm-hmm. and uh, and just hitting all the bullet points that I heard over on IndieVolt there while I was hanging out in the chat and uh, I'm like I'm gonna keep talking and I I didn't want to stop uh, you know getting this out there because there's only a few days left of the campaign. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. But uh, going what you're saying before, you know, I got cut off them two times. Uh, oh. Yeah, one of my guys, uh, he had personal problems, and he said, you know, he had to back out, you know, because if you had to pay that money, I guess he couldn't pay his rent. So I don't know. I mean, I spent as much because was a large sum of money, but uh, if he would have did it, that would have been a blessing, you know. So, I mean, either way, I, I got my goal. So I'm good on that point. We hit goal. It would have, you know, would have it would have been a lot nicer the other way. But you know, yeah, I know, I know. That there's a lot of people that are just uh, there's a lot of people that go around and like will will pull their will pull their pledge at like last minute, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I've I've never done that. And I'm surprised. I forgot I backed so many books in like the last month or so. Uh huh. And it's all hit you at once. I filled out seven surveys this weekend for Kickstarters and Indiegogos. Uh oh. Plus, I have two more. Nothing came in today because it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. But I have two more that I'm gonna have to fill out tomorrow. And I'm like, <laughs> dang, man. Hey, that means people are putting out good works, man. You supporting a lot of good stuff. Well, I'm on the plus side. Tomorrow's the first, so there'll be a little bit of extra <laughs> back in that. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, man. But now I'm Jones, and I'm like, man, I want all those books in. But um, go back to your first question you asked me before you know I kicked off. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the what uh, what got you into uh, comics? You started telling me that your uh, your sister's boyfriend worked at a comic book store. Well, it wasn't her boyfriend. It was, it was one of her. It was her best friend at the time. Uh, oh okay. Uh, well, she worked at a comic book store, and she brought me a couple books. Uh, one being the Darkness. I remember that. Uh, oh cool. Uh, the, the Young Justice. It was like issue one, issue two of that. Wow. Um, uh, 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 a team up book with Gambit and Bishop, I believe. Yeah, they did. They did a mini. They did a lot of mini series like that. Like when they would take like two hot like X Men property characters and you know put them in like in a in a little like three or four issue mini series. Yeah. Um. What else? And a green and a, um some Green Lantern books. Uh, oh, cool. That was that was my first uh, I, I guess my first experience with comic books. I guess I was watching the X Men comic books. I mean X Men uh, TV show or Spider-Man the cartoon, yeah. Time, and she, I guess it just worked hand in hand. She was at a comic book store, and I was watching comic book things on TV. And um, that's my first experience with comic books. Uh, but in the industry wise, you know, I just uh. Like a typical kid, you know, you you write stories, uh, try to immerse yourself into that world. So you know, 
people write their do their own characters and say, "Oh, this is my my Dragon Ball Z character, this is my X Men character, this is my GI Joe character," you know, transform whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the viewer in particular, um, him and his friends, uh, Warren, were X Men characters that I developed uh, to be like the third class, like the class after Jubilee. Um, and his image was like uh, Gambit and Forge mixed together. This is a whole character concept. And that was back in high school about 15, 18 years ago. Uh, but now. Man, I wish I was back in high school 15 or 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah, do a couple things different, huh? <laughs> uh, everything. Yeah, but um, then recently, you know, I was talking to my fiance about things I used to do. And I, I was telling her that I used to uh, write and draw. And she was saying that, you know, I should go back into it and try to pitch something to one of the, uh, the, the major places like DC and Marvel, you know, doing research and whatnot. I found out that that wouldn't be a great idea because uh, uh, you can pitch to them and they'll say no to it, but they really super like your idea or like your concept or whatever. They run it four, four months ago and steal your whole idea. Mm-hmm. So the article basically t- told me to uh, don't write for Batman. Uh, write your own Batman because if it's good enough to, you know, the pitch to them, it's good enough to make your own and go the independent route and make money off of it. So I decided to go that way and three years later, you know, I'm on the third issue of my uh, comic book series, Legacy of the View. Yeah, go go your own route and uh, either keep either keep doing everything yourself or uh, maybe, if, you know, if you, if you catch the eye of like a a small press publisher. There's a lot of them out there that uh, will publish publish your book, mm-hmm. but still leave it as a creator-owned property. So you'd still own the property and do everything. Mm-hmm. They they just they just want to be able to put it out like under their banner. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of things pop up under uh, Scout Comics. I'm mean, I'm seeing. Oh that yeah. Lately. And, a lot, of, um, lot of good. I just I just signed up. I get their. Uh, they do a they do a scout box every month. Oh yeah, I've seen that on Facebook ad. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's like $33.99 plus shipping. So it's about $40, $42. And they send you a super secure box. Their packing is phenomenal. And they send you 12 new books for that month, bagged and boarded. And which is basically like getting uh, four books for free. Wow. Because, you know, average price of a comic now is like five bucks. Yep. So you're getting 12 for 30, 33 bucks, well, $34. So yeah, you can't beat that. You, you can't beat that. And they'll, they put, uh, they randomly insert into uh, one of the boxes, uh, like an autographed book. This month they're inserting. Two sold out uh, electric black number one metal covers, and and one of the books, uh, vampire book they have called Steak. Uh, the issue that they're putting issue three of issue three of Steak that they're putting in the box this month is a hollow foil. Oh, so I'm like, well, I like the book. But I can still buy a five dollar copy of that book, mm. and I can sell this one for like thirty five. Yeah, 
I could that'll that'll make it so I get a free box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good, that's a good flip right there. You know, in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna buy. Uh, I know the writer of the recount uh, over at Scout, and uh, he's a, he's an independent guy too. Mm. Um, but they just released a special uh, special cover and and did a reissue of issue one. Because the, the series just wrapped up, but they did a, a number one metal cover. There were a hundred of them available, fifty fifty dollars a piece, and they sold out in twelve minutes flat. Whoa, that's amazing! I was three minutes too late. Oh man, should have been on the ball, man. And I wasn't, you know, I was I wasn't gonna keep it. I was gonna pay fifty bucks for the book and and like. Three seconds after they're they're sold, they're already they're up on eBay for like a hundred to two hundred dollars. Dang. Yeah. So that's amazing. You know, so I, I like a lot of the stuff that Scout's been doing. Uh, they've got their own horror line and everything else now too, uh, called Black Caravan, uh, which is good. There's there's so many good small press publishers out there that you know you you just you can't go wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it, it looks it looks good, man. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking about it, but I'm not, I'm not sure yet. You know what? I'm... I want to do, you know, I'm gonna ship it off or, you know, just keep everything in house. Yeah, it's just you know one of one of many options. So, tell everybody how you came up with. Uh, with Chaz and a little bit about him without giving anything away in the in the story. Um, like I said before, he, was, he we used to be an X Men character, you know, based off of you know Gambit's coolness and uh, Forge's powers or crate stuff. Um, but you know, like I said, that was like 18 years ago, and uh, now he's typically based off of Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles and Kyle Rayner from Green uh, Lantern. Um, oh, cool. And that's basically where, you know, his uh, fighting ability and uh, creation coming from that point. But everything else is like just a blend, like between uh, a lot of things I like, um, I read and watch on TV. I just put them all together uh, along with some uh, some folks from uh, anime and manga together to make my project. So, uh that's like that. I guess the superhero and story writing side and the music side is just uh, from experience from my life. I'm, I'm just deciding to put inside the book. Um, just to have a new new light or a new uh, perception of, of that industry because uh, you know, maybe you know it's cool nowadays since I'm doing this book, I see a lot of things have hip-hop in it, but I don't think they're, they're more focused on the person or the hero having Hip hop or music type powers, which uh, Chad doesn't. His his powers has nothing to do with music at all. So it's really his career that has something to do with music. But uh, and, it's, and it's based down south in Georgia, so um, I don't really see many comics have anything in the south. You know, Georgia, Florida, Carolina, Alabama. You know, doesn't matter. I hardly see anything in comics besides on The Walking Dead. You know, take place down here. So I, I wanted. To, and music real heavy down here, you know, from you know the uh, rap to um country, you know, um 
um, EDM. It's all down here. So I decided to just put it all on my book. That's it's a good blend down here that I wouldn't have put out in the comic book world because you know I don't see it. It's mostly just up or north or west coast stuff, you know, in these books. Well, I I got something in Georgia. The, you do. My co-host for OK Boomer the podcast. A couple of us old guys that we uh, once a week we talk about golden, silver, and bronze age comic books, mm-hmm. and he's actually in Georgia. Okay. <laughs> that was it. That's all. That's all I got. So yeah, you you, you get a little bit. I guess you get like a little little taste, a little smidget. Just, just that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I get I get a little I get a little of that, and we're we're talking all comics, and his wife will walk in the background, and scream, "Read my little pony!" Hell no. <laughs> I get two hundred copies of it, but it's in my daughter's room. That's where it's going to stay. <laughs> So I, I thought it was cool that you uh, you showed in the video. You had that like diagram of how he like wraps the shirt around his head. Yes. To, to make his costume, that was pretty cool. Yeah, because I decided to make his uh, his costume or uniform, whatever you want to call it, more practical. Because uh, I, I I'm assuming I'm way younger than you, but like when I was in school, like um, um it was a thing to wear the basketball shorts underneath your pants like like any any second you're just gonna start playing basketball against somebody you know so i took that same concept like how uncomfortable that was and how you know everything rises up under you know your clothes and i thought about if a superhero has his uniform underneath his clothes the same thing would happen so just me thinking about that so i wouldn't think chaz would walk around with his uniform underneath his clothes on top of being a reluctant hero at the same time, he wouldn't do it anyway. So I was basically the concept of uh, him having an Under Armour shirt, because, you know, he's an athlete, with some basic jeans that he already has on and suits, that his mask would be anything he's wearing at the time. So a jacket, a shirt, he just tie over because it's quick. He can put it on, disguise, disguise uh, his identity, do what he has to go do, take it off, and then keep it moving, no problem. Be like, where'd that guy go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just simple, man. It just it, it makes sense. You know, in my eyes, it makes sense that you know somebody who doesn't want to be a hero, but has to be a hero, uh, something they would do. I guess I got I stole a little bit from uh, Peter Parker. You know the uh, the bag man using the, the uh, oh yeah the pay, pay bag as a mask stuff like that. I remember that when they gave him the Fantastic Four costume with. And they just gave him a paper bag to put over his head. I'm like, yeah. I go, oh man, that's some shady stuff right there. <laughs> hey, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the t-shirts. Bought some merch. Yeah, it's one of the t-shirts that um, good quality shirt. You know, um, a lot of people they give you uh, the cheap shirts, and after like ten washes, they tear up. But you know, I make sure they. Everything's like if you go to the uh, the mall, I say buy some out of you know JC Penney's or Hot Topic or whatever, same quality wise. Cause I want one to last, and that's my artist Yusuf, and he does the, the artwork that you see. I was I was scrolling through it before when you were having technical problems, and I was like, I really love that that page that was shown like further up top. Where uh, where he's where view is like 
basically running upside a building with a couple of demons fighting him. Yeah, um, what Yusef didn't do that. Um, um I can't uh I think a guy named Ben Jacal had did the line not line where they did the pencils for that. And Tyler Carpenter of uh Drawing Talk did the inks and the coloring with that picture. I still like it. Yeah, I mean it's, it's great, but uh, you know it's a uh, sorry, you said. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's just a, a thing, you know. I seen opportunity to get artwork done, and I got the pencils for it, and I was like, "How am I using pencils? Like this is this is a pencil image. It was great, but it's just pencils." And uh, I'm friends with Tyler, and I hit him up because you know I've been watching him on YouTube for a minute, and um, he said he'll do it for me, and he did it, and it, it came out looking pretty good. Yeah. And this is your uh, editor and letterer. Yes, he is. And, and he also has his own comic books, uh, I guess, company as well. He has um, a couple artists and writers under his umbrella as well. And um, with his lettering and editing skills, you know, it, it, it helped me out in my books because my first book didn't have it. And uh, somebody like yourself would, would notice, like, little errors I have because of uh, I didn't have an editor. Uh, but the typical person probably wouldn't notice, but oh, concrete know. comics, I know him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he was telling me some things, you know, what change, and I, I ain't hiring them. And the second book came out amazing, like it can't, it, the first book wasn't bad, but just having that letter and editor pushed it to a next level. And the third one, I, I got them again, so hopefully, I keep on the right path, you know, making great books. So we have various tiers here. We have a $2 donation, which will get you a, a, a thank you for helping support the uh, what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, the single $5 reward will get you the issue three PDF that will be digitally sent along uh, with a poster PDF. Uh, $10 demo will get you Issue two book along with the issue three book. Mm -hmm. uh, Mixtape $15 gets you the issue one, two, and three PDF digitally. Uh, $20 EP reward is only for the previous supporters, and you will receive book three with the PDF and your choice of t shirt or poster. Yep. So the $20 LP will be for, that's the early bird special. So that's all over, right? Yeah, yeah. And it worked too. A lot of people did the early bird special. So I mean, I, mean, I just tried it out and I guess it worked. <laughs> hey, if, if you can save five bucks. I, I, I would drive 30 miles just to save like, you know, $2 off a breakfast platter. So. <laughs> Uh, the album tier is $25 and will get you issue three, one, two, and three books along with the mini poster. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, that's physical, right? Yes. Hey, that's not bad. All, all three issues plus a, plus a mini poster for 25 bucks. 
Yes, sir. That's pretty damn good. Uh, deluxe edition. You will get issue one, two, and three. All come with digital and physical. Uh, with the teaser issue. Was yeah. that a uh, the teaser issue? Was that like a a, a preview re you released before the uh, first book? Yeah, it was. Uh, right now, as a sister, I don't know if I'm gonna get that one out because it kind of blends between the first issue and second issue. I mean, the first issue, and you know, so I might do a new one because uh, just a Kickstarter. I'm not sure, but it was, it was just like some six pages. It wasn't well, really like three pages, but but it was it's something simple, just something quick, just gets my a taste of what's going on in my project. Yeah, like just kind of like a quick like preview thing. Mm -hmm. uh, pop up show forty dollars. One gets you issues one, two, and three along with a T-shirt. Merch, merch, merch. Yeah, people like. I mean, I I mean, doing case stars and I see it. So I mean, like the posters, man. I can, you can put them up on the wall. You can do a lot of things with them. So like, I know people want them. So. Yeah. And I like t-shirts. So, you know, I assume everybody likes t-shirts as well. <laughs> I love t-shirts. I'm just too damn fat. <laughs> I got I got a size for you too, so you know, don't don't worry. Bro, I I was 600 pounds about two years ago. I lost 225 pounds and I'm still too fat. <laughs> I bought a 5X shirt uh and and a new album off an artist. And I got all excited. I looked at the shirt. I go, it looks big enough. It doesn't look like they ordered it from China. But sometimes I'll order like a 5X shirt and it'll come in and it'll be too small for my 13-year-old. And I'm like, this ain't right. <laughs> and, you know, and I went to go put it. I couldn't get my head through the hole. And like stretched it out a little bit, got my head, got my head through the, uh, through the neck hole and Went to go put it on, and it was like wearing spandex, and I took it right back up. I go, because nobody needs to see that. Uh, but you should have just cut it and made the V-neck. <laughs> well, it wasn't It wasn't just that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm too fat. For, I'm, I was too fat for their version of a 5X, which I believe is probably closer to a 3X. <laughs> <laughs> they say it runs small, right? Yeah. But the, the concert reward gets you all three issues – a t-shirt and two posters mm -hmm. go to go to a real concert and see how much 50 bucks will get you yeah get your nosebleed seats not even that that's going to be just be a pocket <laughs> <laughs> yeah like um i i did i worked a couple concerts and um uh, yeah it's pretty expensive like i think we we're selling shirts for like yeah 30 or 40 bucks that's just a shirt that like and that's not even like the good shirts. Those are the, the cheap shirts. The shirts that people want with the, the tour dates on the back and stuff like that was more than that. And people was buying whatever size we had. They, they could be one extra small and they still buying the extra largest. You know, they just wanted the shirt. And I was like, man, that's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I took my daughter to a, to a hockey game up here in Boston about six years ago. My cousin gave me the tickets. It cost me $65 to park. And I bought her a shirt of, of one of the players on the team. 
just the T-shirt with the guy's name and number on the on the back of the T-shirt, and she was she was six years old at the time, mm-hmm. and it still cost me fifty bucks for a T-shirt for her. See, yeah, <laughs> it's it's around here somewhere, and I'm not letting that go. Like I I bought her a a hoodie that she wanted at, at the uh, at the baseball game. The uh, the triple A team of the Red Sox, and I got to keep that for two reasons. One, it was forty dollars for a hoodie that she wore for two years and then lost, and I found again. <laughs> and uh, then the team got sold, and it's no longer going to be called that. And they're the state is abandoning that ballpark, probably just going to knock it down and sell the land. Oh man! So uh, I'm like. Well, that that's a piece of that's a piece of baseball history. Mm-hmm. That'll stay here for when she has a kid, you yeah, know, yeah. long after I'm dead and buried. <laughs> <laughs> the tour list. Uh, the tour is a hundred dollar tier. Get you all three issues along with a T-shirt, three posters, and you can you will also be drawn into the comic. Yep. Does that mean that's is it the following issue? Because I I read no the, the following issue is already in the, in the works, so they probably will fall into like issue five or six. But it will be in an issue. It just it's gonna be the, the next issue per se. Because it's already done. Yeah, it's already like I, I mean it wouldn't make sense for me to squeeze them in there. I mean just like if, I, if they really want to be in next issue, they probably be somebody in the background. But I probably have them at least. A page, a, a page in the next, like the, the father issues. And so, since you know, they actually pay for something, so at least they can see like different angles for themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, don't rush it, you'll be in a future issue. You, mm-hmm. you got to keep reading this book. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how I reel them in and keep them, keep them, you know, keep them in the world tour $250 tier, all three issues, along with. Three posters, a t-shirt. You will also get your own hero or villain designed and placed in the series. Yeah. All right. That's gonna have a bunch of attention. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I it didn't happen recently, but um, I have two people who have uh, done that. Not done that here, but they have a uh, Gave me some concepts to be placed. I got a one hero and one villain from um, two of my friends so far. And in, in the, in the guy who did the 500, he was going to get his own person too, but you know, can't do that no more. <laughs> and then he went, wah, wah. Yeah. Private location event. Reward will get you all three issues comes digital physical along with a t-shirt three posters as well as an eight page comic drawn just for you yeah and that's what he did too but you know <laughs> but he had to back out he let he, he could have waited three more days you know <laughs> we're home free we need to pay rent for <laughs> He he could have he could have got the book made and sold the book, paid his rent. You know, 
<laughs> FYI, rental law allows you to pay your rent within seven days of the first of the month. Yeah. Well, I see. He said his rent was doing a fifth, so I don't know. He could still be behind. I never know. <laughs> yeah. All these new um, COVID nineteen laws. You know, no, no telling. Oh yeah, they got they got rid of all that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like all these all these people that you know have been like, screw it. Mm-hmm. Last president said, "I can't I can't be thrown out, and I don't have to pay this, and I don't have to pay that." No, the payments go to the like the people that did that that have mortgages. The payments go to the back, which make your interest go up through the roof. Yeah, and it makes it so you have another three years to pay on that mortgage instead. And 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 rental people, it just means as soon as that as soon as that stipulation went to the wind, uh, everything you owed in rent was due. Yeah. stretch goals so i mean i have updated image but i have hit 70 backers i think i just hit that today and before i hit 2000 in funds but i, I can still honor the 2000 in funds because you know I, mean, I did hit it you know i still honor that but uh i definitely hit 70 backers today so i'm gonna have to get a new goal for that as well do you have anything lined up for it um not off top because it literally just happened on my previous interview. <laughs> so, oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, it was just, it was funny because as we talked, it was, it was jumping up. So he was like, just had with my Kickstarter and he's scrolling and numbers, and numbers changed. <laughs> so stay tuned and, and, and keep on, keep on checking on everything. And I'm sure all the backers will get a, uh, get a, get a Kickstarter email of, of the update. Mm -hmm. So they can uh, see what's going on. Yep, yep, yep. I like your logo, the the Specs Vision. Yeah, I had that uh, for a while. Uh, I had different things to do with it, but uh, now I'm just gonna uh, just be my vision, I guess. It was just a play on the words, and I'm just gonna do. A Whatever I feel like doing under that brand, you know, comics, you know, music and just whatever. I'm just going to put it out because, I mean, it's a time for it now. Everybody's putting podcasts and YouTube stuff. So, you mm -hmm. know, you never know. There's a kid kid playing with toys on YouTube right now making millions of dollars. So, you know, telling what can happen. Yeah. I'm over here selling my, my comics so I can buy more comics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you love doing, though. So, you know, hey. You know. It's all good. I kind of, I got, I got a kick out of it because it's the television test pattern, and people don't, people don't know that anymore because everybody's got, you know, like cable or streaming or anything like that. It's all like, it's all twenty four seven. So. Mm -hmm. A lot of cool stuff in here, dude. Yeah, that was the first uh, little backer goals before I actually hit my uh 1300 goal. I was giving little goals for every 10 people that you know back. 
then once I hit my goal, I changed it up to like a bigger stretch. I guess what a stretch goes. Yeah. And, uh, started doing those. So you've been putting out one of these books a year. That's what it seemed like. You know, I wanted I wanted to do it faster. Uh, but my first time I did it was an Indiegogo. And um, I broke even on it. And I thought I could do the same marketing techniques to do the second one on Kickstarter. And it flopped. I think I had like seven backers. So I had to change it up uh, so I could get some funds because, you know, that made the second issue come right out of my pocket. And then I had to still pay out pocket for a third issue. So I had to change it up and uh, learn like the indie comics game and um, had shake hands, do vlogs, podcasts, stuff like that. And here the third issue is, and it's funded. Uh, I am more than funded. So, you know, I can get this book and have money for the fourth book. So hopefully I can shoot the fourth book up out to everybody by August or September. And nice. The fifth book ready to go. Because on top of that, I have uh, some spinoff books that I plan to do off my series as well. Uh, so I got a lot of things planned. So I just need the, the funds. And I guess once I get out of my pocket, you know, I can just start doing more and put out more works. But I got a lot of stuff planned, man, uh, with the view. I have uh, 25 issues already written, ready to go. They need to be drawn. And um, I got 100 issues planned, and that's why it outlines with my rising action, calling and all that stuff. Wow. The, uh, the fluff inside of it, I guess. Then the spinoffs are uh, just a, a certain number of issues I want to put out because one's like a prequel, and the other one just like a, a, a side quest, I guess you would say, one of the characters, which will happen later on in the view. She will leave. Then later on in the issue, she will come back. But it will be so much to happen like while she's gone in her book, but she eventually will come back to the view book. And I haven't decided I'll go run their stories side by side or or have her just her stories be in the, in the view as well. I don't know how I'm going to do that. It depends how people like her stories. But uh, some people have seen sneak peeks of um, that book and some of them said it, it's better than the view. You know, so I don't know. It depends what happens. But that's, that book's um, it's basically uh, like a ninja mecha with voodoo stuff in it, so it's, it's um, cyberpunkish, so it's, it's a little different. <laughs> I, uh, I like what your colorist did right here on this page, too. Oh, yeah, You've got the Kirby crackle going on around the guy in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he um uh, he's taking he he sees that like the the manga in the anime, and he tried to in, uh incorporate the two together, and um uh, so he's trying to change it. How is a Western comic, but he's trying to put the other elements and and uh and styles of the anime manga into it. So giving a good blend between the two. Hi, right, my daughter was upset. Mm -hmm. 
Right. She mad. Yeah, she mad. <laughs> I know. I, I've heard that scream before. <laughs> yeah. I was like, something happened in the background, and she's highly upset about it. But I mean, I love I love the art, and I mean, the colorist killed it on this book too. Yeah, yeah, they're they doing pretty good. I, I like like uh the green. And in, in the green, the green lighting on it, like it really like makes it pop to me. Then with the shadow. Oh yeah, yeah. And the reverse bubbles with the with the lime green lettering and the and the black bubble outlined by the green. Yeah, that that was all. Uh, that was Lonzo. That was his uh his his take on it after uh what made that like this panel right there is for issue two, and that's what I mean when he started getting on board and started making it pop more because that stuff wasn't happening in issue one. So in issue two and issue three, you see more of that stuff. Yeah, this this is just <laughs> looking really good. Yeah, there's the panel I saw earlier that I thought was great. Yeah. And you doing just one cover? Yeah, I tried to do the variant covers on the first one, and like I think I got one set on it. So I'm deciding to wait until I get a bigger following who wants to do the different covers because uh, it just it didn't make. It, I thought it was something that people like, but it didn't make sense my first time around. I'm probably gonna try it later on down the road again. Yeah, it once once you build up your following, you can do. You know, like a poll, like on you know on IG or Twitter, uh, whatever you use more of, and and see you know what 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 your audience wants wants more of, and you can go from there. Mm -hmm. You're you're sitting pretty good at that at seventeen hundred, even with that guy that had to pull out. Mm -hmm. And uh, we still a few days to go. And uh, when we're done here, I'm going to download the audio for this, and it'll go up on my podcast. And I will uh, I will share that. I will share out the uh, the the link for the downloadable podcast. Okay. Okay. And uh, we've had. Uh, We've had quite a few people from uh, Comic Related Madness in here watching tonight. There's a, there's a couple people in there now watching. Okay. So we want to we want to get this out and and shout out to uh, all the platforms. I know you, I know you got to take care of uh, the the little one and her her ang her angries. Yeah, a little add to yeah. <laughs> perfectly understandable but i want to thank you for coming and, and hanging out and uh talking to us about the view tonight and uh we hope to see you again soon and we'll look forward to uh seeing how this turns out for you all right yeah thanks for having me too oh you're welcome uh i'll i'll get those i'll get those up a little later on tonight and 
we'll have podcast links over on over on Twitter and Facebook for you. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks, Bex. Have a great night. You too. Good morning, Tony.